Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. We are back in the studio, Patty. We got another great guest for our Boss Free Ballers. Yes, a really exceptional human being. I personally, um, he reached out to me with his story. I love the, the I, I want to say chutzpah, but I love the moxie that he brings and just kind of being um, engaged. And his story is amazing. So I can't wait um, to talk about him, his story. But take it away, Tim. We want to know just a snapshot of what he's done. So we have Mario Brown on the on on our show today. Mario is a speaker, a best-selling author, and a serial entrepreneur. In 2008, Mario Googled how to make money online, and that was the start of his internet marketing journey. After a rough start, he published his first report and made his first real money online, generating $2,000 within seven days. And from that moment, he was hooked. He, was de- he has developed a coaching program, online products, and has been featured on ABC, CBS Money Watch, Wall Street Journal, Key to Success, CNN, and countless of other forums. The Boss Free Society podcast welcomes Mario Brown. Thank you guys so much. I'm, I'm pumped to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, Mario. It's a pleasure to have you as well with your impressive background. I mean, the accolades that you have are clearly impressive, but it hasn't always been that way. And so can you please tell our Boss Free Ballers, which was what we call our tribe, is how you came to be this online internet marketing star and just kind of where that transition is in your career right now? Yeah, absolutely. So I do want to go back a little bit. I grew up in Germany, actually. So I was born in the States, but I grew up over there. That's why I have the German accent. Okay. And um, I was in foster care for three and a half years. It's, it's a long story, but just in a nutshell, my mom always struggled with um, drugs. So, you know, at some point it got so bad that they put me in foster care. And back then I thought like, oh, my God, it was like the worst day of my life. And, you know, you don't growing up without my dad and taking, you know, having the authorities take my mom away. I was like, you know, that's it. And now looking back, though, now that I'm more into self-development, I'm realizing, wow, that was actually the best day of my life because it forced me to go to school. They forced me to do my homework. They forced my mom to be become clean again. And, um, you know, it's actually one of those things, lessons where your past doesn't equal your future and you you go ahead and, you know, understanding there's always something positive that you can take away from that. I'm just sharing that right now to understand later on why I'm, you know, hustling and why I do what I do. So after a couple of years there, I decided I'm um, tired of of Germany. I was about 26 years old. I lived in Ecuador for seven months, uh, just backpacking, traveling, and I ran out of cash. I ran out of cash after about seven months and booked a ticket to the United States, which the cheapest ticket was Miami because it's all the way in the south. So I booked a ticket, arrived in in Miami with my backpack, 500 bucks to my name, Mm. no family, no friends, and... After a couple of days, I found a, ja- a job in South Beach and Collins Avenue at the Tropics Hotel working front desk, the graveyard shift and wow. was wasting my time more and more. But at some point, I had enough money to buy a laptop and true stories said how to make money online on Google. And that's literally how my journey started on this uh, online marketing 
yeah, journey. And I never looked back since then. Created multiple companies, speaking all over the world, doing a podcast right now and just trying to inspire a lot of people to take their business to the next level. I love it. I love it. So in terms of your bossery moment, can you comment to that? I mean, I know you said that you were working the graveyard shift, but can you kind of give our ballers just a sentiment of what it is, that moment, right? That perfect moment where you said, okay, okay, I'm done. The the turning point, you mean? Yes. Yeah, that turning point. You know, it really was definitely for me when I went to a live event. So I was the first couple of months I was struggling to as an entrepreneur and at some point, I made a decision to go to a live event in San Diego. It was a, you know, an internet marketing event by Frank Kern. And anyway, actually, a couple of young guys, they invited me for lunch, dinner. And I remembered very clearly that I was, you know, they were inviting me and I was hanging out with them. And I was like, wow, those just regular guys, normal people like myself. And I had this one moment where I said, like, if they can do it, I can do it too. And that was it. I flew back to Miami. I created my first information product. And after a couple you know, of days, I, I, I generate some revenue with that. And then once you have that little bit of success, I jumped <laughs> on it like a dog. Like then I started believing, <laughs> yes, this actually works and literally never look back. What, what was that first product that you created? It was a, a really tiny PDF a report about article marketing. Back in the day, article marketing was like a huge topic. Sure. And it was like a five-page report with a little tactic. And um, it was very... Very imperfect to say the least, but uh, it you know I believe in imperfect action. It it made me my first revenue online, a couple of dollars in the first day, and then more. And then I was like, oh nice, this works. You know, I woke up the next day, I made some money while I slept, and I was like, yes, it's not just a dream; it actually works. <laughs> Love it, Mario. So in terms of um, the fact that taking imperfect action is one of the things you mentioned that has been critical to that moment where you started to make your money online. Can you can you talk about what else has been critical to the growth that you've had as an entrepreneur? Yeah, if I had to break it down to one thing, it's really this right there, what you just mentioned, massive imperfect action. Like if you look at my first live event, my first right now, the podcast, my first product, my first anything, it, I never try to make it perfect. I always just make it good enough, get some results and then get feedback from the marketplace. Because that way, if I have something tangible out there, something that I can look at, something that gives me a little bit of momentum, you know, those small successes, they give you the confidence to move forward. So if I had to break it down to one thing, Mm. it would definitely be massive imperfect action and just really diving into self-development. I I didn't know about self-development in Germany. Now I'm like a you know, I'm a maniac to self-development right now. <laughs> well, and that's and that's really the, the the bottom line of how we all have to grow. We have to get ourselves in that atmosphere and that environment, really. And that's great that that the point that you made about imperfect action. So many of us, you know, we, we everything's got to be absolutely perfect before anything can go out, and then that really delays our growth because we're not we're not getting that feedback, like you said. So the question I have for you, Mario, is what was the ballsiest move you ever made as an entrepreneur? Wow, that's a great question. It's <laughs> Let me think about it real quick. I think, you know, just from the feedback that I'm getting even from other people is back then when I wasn't really known in the internet marketing world, I was able to pull off like a live event in San Diego where I had like all the top players. So inside of the internet marketing world at the time, there were like certain gurus out there like Frank Kern, Mike Fulsame, Andy Jenkins and so forth. And they usually don't go to events. So what I did is I just approached them and I didn't care. And I was like, hey, Frank, what do you think? I'm going to do this event. Are you in? And I did the same with Mike Fosame and with Annie Jenkins and some other ones. And they actually showed up and they came to the event. And, you know, people just couldn't believe it. Oh. That really helped me actually take my, um, yeah, well, 
my, how can I say, name recognition to the next level inside of the industry. So I think that was pretty ballsy <laughs> as no name reaching out. Yeah. How did you do it, Mario? Did you send them an email? Did you call them? How did you, how did you connect? I did put in the work. You know, I, I do want to give myself credit there. I did actually, um, I went to the internet marketing cruise because I knew Mike Fosame runs it. Right. So I invested in that because I knew I'm going to get a chance to hang out with him. Uh, with, Mike, with Frank Kern, I, I, I've traveled down to San Diego trying to figure out at what events he speaks. Mm. And I tried to connect with him there. So I did put in the legwork trying to find opportunities where I can personally with them connect. Because it's one thing to send an email, as you guys know, or a totally different thing if you have a beer with someone or, you know, iced tea. No, that's really that's really brilliant. And if anything, it shows that you have that understanding um, and really pinpointing people of influence and surrounding yourself with them and taking that extra step to connect with them at a greater level to create those opportunities and add value wherever you can, et cetera. So that is a b- indeed the ballsiest move to have an event and invite them straight away. And you could tell that the the gift back was this notoriety that you were able to achieve as a result of that. So good on you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate definitely. It. So, so tell us, what are you working on right now that has you completely stoked? It's definitely the podcast. I mean, you guys are excited about podcasting. I'm excited about it. I'm really new to it, but it's just like coming from the internet marketing world where everything is just about, and you know, I don't want to generalize it, but it's a lot about, you know, you promote me, I promote you. And it's a lot about, you know, hey, there's only one copy left and it's all about scarcity driven. While in the podcasting world, I'm just excited right now, connecting with you guys and the other podcasts. It's all about value first. It's all about creating content, something of high quality, and the rest is going to take care of of itself. And of course, there's marketing strategies that you want to implement. But overall, it's just such a refreshing approach uh, in terms of, uh, you know, that's like a project right now, the Missionpreneur show that I'm launching where I'm just super, super pumped about, you know, helping other entrepreneurs, hopefully with my strategies, take their business to, to the next level in their life. So can you tell us a little bit about the show? So about the mission, who your who your target audience is for that, and just a little bit more about the type of content that you're going to be um, adding out there. Yeah, absolutely. So I sat down two weeks ago with my wife, Maria, and we talked about what would be like the perfect business for us. And we said it has to be a business that is fun. It has to be fun. It has to be highly lucrative. And it has to truly make a difference. And basically, the mission of Missionpreneurs to help entrepreneurs achieve a business like that. And it has to be super, super actionable. So it's not so much high level. It's literally like what's working right now in my business in terms of marketing strategies, mental toughness, toughness, mindset, productivity, you know, list building. So I would say the ideal customer is any entrepreneur who's also, or the ideal listener is any entrepreneur who's on a mission to create that type of business that is fun, highly lucrative, and really also makes a difference though. That's brilliant. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Sweet. And, and when do you launch, Mario? I launch on May 5th. Outstanding. So and, this, go ahead, Patty. No, I was just going to say, who, who are some of the guests that you're going to have on? Yeah, thanks for, for asking. So basically, it's right out of the gate. The first one is actually John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur Fire. I brilliant. got one interviewed Frank Kern with Russell Bronson with uh, my buddy Omar Zenholm. So I'm trying to find people inside of the online marketing world, but also inside of the podcasting world. And then as I get better at podcasting also, I also would like to reach actually athletes and other industries where people are just really amazing and what it is that they do. Excellent. So what we're going to do is definitely post a note specific to the podcast, more information on Mario's podcast in our show notes. Definitely sounds really exciting. And we're looking forward to that launch here at Boss Society. Yeah, love it. Thank you. Yeah. 
So, so if you could go back, just kind of transitioning now to more about you, if you could go back and give your 18 year old self some advice, what kind of advice would you give? I would tell that guy that everything's going to be all right. Like, you know, don't stress about it. Like, listen to some Bob Marley and, you know, understand that, you know, everything's going to be all right. And don't worry, be happy. I mean, literally, you know, right now I would tell the person that learn from the people who are older. Like, even right now, I feel like, you know, when all these studies that they do with people who are, you know, who are really old and they're about to die and they ask them, like, what's important in life? And all of them say, like, I wish I would have worked less and would have spent more time with my family. So I would tell my younger self, like, you know, heed that advice and don't wait till you're 50, 60. Why not? Why don't you implement it already right now and spend more time with your son and with your family and do cool things? That's, I think, the most important thing. Everything's going to be all right. You know, don't stress the little things. Yeah, definitely. So how do you how do you keep your head in the game? How do you get in the zone? What are some of the tactics that you use that help you propel probably your business? Well, one of them is just a relentless commitment to self-development. So what I mean by that is, and I can tell you every time when I stop listening to something inspirational on a daily basis, I can tell you immediately, quickly, I get off track. So I want to make sure that with something like Audible, you know, YouTube right now, it's amazing how much free content you can get from Tony Robbins, Brian Tracy, Les Brown, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, and other leaders out there. And it's just super important to me that on the, in the morning and in the evening that I listen to something inspirational, that I go to the events with my wife. So we both have that experience excellent. and we can and we can help each other grow. That's excellent. So in terms of things that you have found that have just really been inspirational to you. Can you mention some books or just YouTube um, things that you've seen online that have just been really pivotal or that really helped you help you stay in the zone? Yeah, for sure. So the first one is definitely life events. So if the listeners here have the you know the the, the funds available, you know I recommend total immersion. If you go to a life event next to that, I would say. On YouTube, um, How Bad Do You Want It? It's a great YouTube video that you want to check out. There's one from Les Brown that, that is called um, You Gotta Be Hungry. Yeah. That is really fun. I love that I love one. That. And you gotta be hungry. You gotta be hungry. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. And really anything um, by, by Tony Robbins, I would say. Books-wise, same thing. I read Brian Tracy, Les Brown. Uh, Brendan Bouchard has some really inspirational stuff. And yeah, those are some of the favorite ones that I'm listening to. Awesome. And, and how do you feel that those books or those live events or the, the different uh, audio cassettes that you listen to, cassettes? Cassettes? Where, where, yeah, where, 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 like, what's that? Which decade? Which decade am I in? I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, you know, the different CDs that you listen to. How, how are you able or what are you able to implement into your business uh, from those? Like what, what kind of strategies do you have with that? Yeah, there's some high-level stuff just like concepts. Like, um, for example – in my business or even in my personal life, there's like different mantras that I keep reminding myself. For example, everything in life happens for me, not to me. And that relates to my oh, personal life that. and to my business life. So anything that happens, and I always remember this, you know, I, I learned this at an event myself. Everything in life happens for me, not to me. Meaning that whatever happens, I do have to understand, you know, this is something that's going to make me stronger. It's going to help me grow either in my personal life or in business because, you know, it's a roller coaster ride. Being an entrepreneur, I wish it was always easy. And people, they look at you and they think like, wow, he's just rocking. No, I have the same fears and doubts and I'm anxious. And when I do a new product or podcast, you know, I have the same fears like any listener right now on this podcast. But I do remember, you know, it's happening for me. It's in, inside of my control how I can react to it. So that would be, I think, the biggest one that's helping me just on a daily basis, Tim. 
Brilliant. That's great. So tell us, Mario, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received from a mentor or otherwise that's been pivotal in your life? I would, I would say it's definitely one of them is this one right there that I just talked about. Yeah. And besides that, I would have to go with, with Bob Marley and uh, with the other song, you know, Don't Worry, Be Happy. <laughs> it, sound, you know, it sounds uh, maybe corny, but I got to tell you, if, if you keep that in mind and you stay calm and you, you're going to realize, you know, everything's going to be all right. Like <laughs> in 20 years, I don't going to worry about if my audio was perfect on my first episode on the podcast right. or if, you know, or my <clears throat> accent or something like that. Everything's going to be all right. And, you know, that's. I wish I had like a, a fancy one, but the, you know, I think the simple things usually. Oh, do- no, si- simple, simple work. So Mario, there, there's people out there listening that maybe have never sold anything online before. What would be your advice to these people that are wanting to try to jump into the internet marketing space? Great question. There's two ways I can approach this right now. I can give you like a tactical response or I can give you the high level stuff. So on the high level, really quick, I just want to encourage people to, first of all, think about what they're good at. Like, what's your unique ability? What's your skill set? Because I jumped in right away, just jumping on different tactics, and I wasn't even aware what comes easy to me. What's my skill? What do I bring to the table? I wish someone would have helped me find that clarity when I started. Now, with that being said, I do understand when you're just starting out that you want to make some money quickly. There's bills to pay. So I do understand it. So from a tactical point of view, I would say the first thing is obviously find a niche where there's already people spending money. So don't worry if there's competitors. It's actually a good sign. Someone already has proven that people are spending money there. So find a niche where people are passionate and they're spending money. Okay, like dating, health, um, golf, anything like that. And then just go full force, you know, create a product or be an affiliate, promote someone else's product in the beginning so that you don't have to worry about delivery. But then after a while, make sure when you did some affiliate marketing that you create your own products, create your own empire, your own body of work so that you can leave a legacy. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's such brilliant advice. Man, I want to go to Jamaica. I'm going <laughs> to, don't worry, be happy. <laughs> there That's you what go. I'm be playing in get, my head. Get, get some red stripe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so is there anything that we haven't covered about your podcast or that you really want to highlight or make sure that our listeners understand really more about the podcast, the fact that it's launching? You're so excited about it, clearly, that, that you want our listeners to know. So they just kind of say, wow, I, I definitely need to hit the subscribe button on that one. Yeah. Let me just jump back to one question you asked about the best advice because it came to mind right now. Yeah. I just want to throw this in there. And I learned it from Dan Sullivan and he talks about this per- uh, the, the perfect self-image that we have. So every time when you achieve a goal, unfortunately, our human mind, you know, we, it's not enough. And we always have this ideal self-image of, you know, how we could be thinner, better, richer, more popular. And he made a good point to me, even though I'm really into hustling and, you know, I'm, I'm into like achieving goals. He said at some point, on the journey, you have to stop, look back, and actually appreciate how long you've, you know, your journey, so to speak. You, you have to look back to where you started because if you only focus on what's out there, you're going to burn out. And that happened to me a couple of times in my career so far where I just totally burned out. But now 
I'm really trying to be better at, you know, stop. You know what? I have my first couple of podcast episodes. Let's have dinner. Let's celebrate a little bit, even those small successes. And let's appreciate that, you know, a month ago, I didn't even have a podcast versus comparing myself with people who make, you know, hundreds of thousands right now with their podcast. So that's actually, I think, the best advice that I've ever gotten. And I just wanted to throw it out there. Is that no, okay? I've, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Are you kidding? That's so great because I know that is something that I'm chronically bad at is that I don't stop to celebrate and I'm, I'm all, we're probably similar in this respect is that you just keep going and going and going and going. And I heard the same quote, not obviously the, same, the exact same quote, but the same kind of concept around stopping to appreciate and celebrating the milestones as little or as big as they are, because it's all part of that process. And if you're just so focused on that next thing, the next project, next adventure, it's like it's never enough. And you're really not coming, stopping and being, or coming from a place of gratitude. And it's that gratitude as small as it is, that really matters and it gives you the energy to continue. So I appreciate that comment very much. Well, also, when you look at that, um, that Mario, that a quote popped into my head when you said that. And that quote is, comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. And I think that yeah. is so so true with what Mario said. So oftentimes we're, we're comparing ourselves to people who, you know, we're comparing our beginning to someone else's middle. Um, you know, or someone else's end. And that, there's no there's no value in doing that because there's no benefit to yourself to do that because you're just going to – you're setting yourself up uh, for failure when you do that and you're setting yourself up for disappointment. So, Yeah, you guys are making some great points. I totally agree with it. This is such an important topic, you know, comparing yourself um, with other people. And social media, you know, you look on Facebook and you see That's those right. people traveling and, and rocking it and casting. You go like, ah, like why am I not succeeding? But, you you know, you can't compare yourself. Like it's, it's not going to help you. You guys are making some really good points yeah, here yeah definitely regarding the 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 podcast really quick um, basically we're going to have it sit at missionpreneur.net and i came up with a couple of different themes so i have marketing monday where i talk about specific mm -hmm. internet marketing strategies i have winning wednesday where i talk about mental toughness uh q a thursday where can where listeners can ask me a question then i have fearless friday that's where i interview <laughs> other marketers and you know what's their turning point what's working for them right now when it comes to generating revenue you know mental toughness you know running a business so that's kind of like how i've structured it and we do like a big contest right now where people can win prizes if they check it out and listen to it so you're going to be doing four four shows a week that's correct. I actually just wow. wanted to do one a week and, you know, I got so excited and I, I, I just want to <laughs> rock it. And I, I mean, I have to be honest, look, it's um, I'm outsourcing a lot of the post-production. Yeah, sure, sure. So it allows me to really focus on just recording. So now that I have a little bit of a flow, it's really just, you know, um, shoot up the, the recorder, speak into it, put it to Dropbox and it's off my hands. So that exactly. allows me a little bit of the freedom to do four episodes. Well and they're sort of sweet, by the way. Well yes. done. So you're you're going to be interviewing entrepreneurs, but also the, it sounds like a lot of this is going to be you giving your your expertise and your tips and hacks and, and things of that nature to help to help uh, your audience, right? Yeah, I looked at at what's working right now in the podcasting world. What's everyone doing, and which one do I feel um, I feel excited about? And I felt interviewing is really awesome. But I also like to teach. So I was like, you know, heck, it's my podcast. Why don't I just do both? Oh, really? <laughs> like, exactly. <you> exactly. <laughs> that, that's actually what me and Patty, how kind of what we've, we started interviewing people. And then we also have uh, a show called He Said, She Said, where it's, uh, we usually do one a week, where it's just us talking about something that you know, nice. is kind of like you, like we're teaching or we're just 
giving some some advice or something that's happened to us. Yeah, and it's so cool because it is that level, just like you said, of teaching, but also personalization, where people are just really appreciating and and really the numbers are justifying that people like the he says she such us. I'm like, wow, they like it. Okay, cool. We'll do more. You know, and so it's just Absolutely. that ability to be nimble and figuring out what your audience um, wants and really just coming from a place of servitude to say we will flex. However you want it, you want more of that? Yeah, let's do it or whatever. And I think that that's just part of that engagement that's so important to us and, and clearly the same with you because it sounds like the cadence of what you're putting out there very much has a lot of those elements as well and more. Yeah, I, I love your show and, you know, keep rocking. I mean, we're on, this, on a very similar path here, inspiring and empowering entrepreneurs. So sure. we have to do more of that. And hopefully we inspire other people to build their own audience and put their message out there. Brilliant, brilliant. C- create your own tribe. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> so, Tim, do you want to do the last question? Yeah, we're at, we're right there. It's, you know, the, uh, Mario, every time we do these shows, Patty and I, it, the, the end always comes way too quickly, uh, and today is no different. But the last question that we like to ask our our boss-free uh, peeps, our, well, actually, your, our boss-free uh, listeners like, to, like us to ask this last question, um, what sage advice can you offer for those boss-free ballers, something that they can do in the next 24 to 48 hours that's going to help them move their business forward? Wow, that's a loaded question. Like it is <laughs> specifically in, in, in like internet marketing, just overall. It could be like- in anything. I'll tell you, we have had answers where it's just a mindset response. We right. have had actionable advice to say, "Hey guys, drop what you're doing on focus on one thing." So it really is a matter of how you interpret it. But if you were to give someone advice, somebody runs up to you and says, "Mario, what can I do in the next twenty four to forty eight hours that can really help push my business forward?" What would you say? Right. I, w- I want to give you two. I want to give you a tactical really quick. It's um, that Perfect. is Facebook retargeting because mm-hmm. that's my secret weapon right now. And retargeting just means if someone comes to your website and they go away and they don't purchase, now your advertisement is following them around everywhere. So and you can see Amazon using that. You go to Amazon, you yeah. look at a pair of sneakers and they follow you around that exact pair of sneakers everywhere you go on the Internet. <laughs> That's right. And people think that this has to be thousands of dollars. And, you know, because in the past, mass advertising like that was really expensive and it was reserved for brands like Coca-Cola and McDonald's. Now, I got to tell you, look into retargeting. I mean, for like 25 bucks, I can like I can get like 10, 15,000 impressions. And remember, impression meaning that, you know, my ad is seen. Those are people who already came to my website. So they raised their hand and they said, yes, I'm interested in what it is that you have. And now you can stay top of mind. You can follow them in, in Facebook, on the news feed, on the right-hand side. You can show up on New York Times. And it gives you so much branding. It gives you name recognition. It gives you clicks. And the return on investment is just incredible. And it's just a couple of bucks. So really on a tactical level, if you want to improve your business right now, I recommend that you look into retargeting. Brilliant. Second one, just really quick. I want to throw in. Go for it. Go for it. Like I said, two weeks ago, I sat down with my wife and we talked about, okay, how would the ideal business look like to us what what has to be inside of the ideal business and we said you know it has to be fun high lucrative and make a difference but what does it mean like what are some vehicles or mediums that we can use for that and then we came up you know wow podcasts would match that you know doing like some exclusive masterminds in like hawaii or something like that would be awesome so we came up with all those ideas and now we have a vision now we know what it is that we have to do to get to somewhere where we're going to experience like the ideal business and we did the same for our relationship so Long story short, 
clarity. We are all so busy in the day-to-day that we never take time to step back, sit down and think about, okay, why am I doing this and what's the outcome and what would be the ideal, awesome, fantastic, you know, business that would pump me up in life? So that's another one. Take time and get some clarity there. That's very powerful. I think of the, uh, that, the story about where Alice in Wonderland is roaming in the woods and the Cheshire cat sees her and there's a fork in the road and, and he, and the Cheshire cat says, Alice, where are you going? And then she's like, well, I really don't know. She goes, should I go right or left? He's like, "Eh, it really doesn't matter if you don't know where you're going. So the point there is that, you know, mapping things out with clarity, specificity as much as you can really just kind of imprints that in your subconscious as well, right? So then you're fine-tuning it so that you're really attracting these different opportunities and different things into your life. So well done, Mario, because that's what it's about. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the feedback. Yeah, it's an honor. It's an honor to have you on the show. We wish you so much luck with your podcast. I will be subscribing. um, And we endorse it here at the Boss Boss Society. Yeah, for the ballers. And it's been such a pleasure to have you. All of your social media handles and um, everything that you to connect with people will be in our show notes. And thank you again for being on our show. Thanks for having me. You guys rock. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks, Thanks, Mario. Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society podcast. If you want more, connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other boss-free-minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook.